putting her on my new obsession, Upsol. Hi! How's it going? Did I pronounce that right? You said it perfectly, Upsol. Oh, thank yeah. God. This has become my new fear is that I'm pronouncing everything yeah, wrong. I, and it's like, I felt like how embarrassing would it be when I'm like, my new obsession, and then like, I pronounce it wrong. Um, but I am really, like, I'm so into you right now. Mm -hmm. Um... I've, I'm definitely a new fan. I like followed you everywhere. I followed you on Instagram. I followed you on SoundCloud. Um, so anyway, um, I just felt the need to tell you that I have just, I, you know, I've heard your name around SoundCloud for a while. We've been talking about you, which, which is great, which is all good things when that happens, right? Like when those conversations are happening. And then I finally was like, let me check out her music. And I fell in love so oh, thank you thanks for having me this oh is my god of course i'm totally fangirling out but just like let me have my moment no, um <laughs> so how are you how have you been i mean it feels like such a loaded question these days but yeah how, um, how is it going i'm good i mean this year was insane for everyone i feel like for me like i just feel lucky that i'm still able to work like i've been doing this kind of shit on Zoom every day. I've been doing writing sessions on Zoom. Like, I just feel lucky that, like, now I can just, like, do what I do from home. But, I mean, yeah, this year was fucking wild. Crazy, man. And, like, it just doesn't feel like, especially from the music sector, like, I love that music hasn't stopped. Like, that's incredible. Yeah. We can all continue with our jobs because... I feel blessed, but I also think this is a time, this is when people need music. Like this, is, we need music more than ever now, at least that's how I feel. But God, I really miss those live shows. I really miss, do you miss being on tour? So much. It's really crazy too, because I had, I was on the road for a day. I played one show in March and then got sent home. And I remember thinking, I was like, oh, cool. Like now I, since I'm not doing this tour, like I'll have like a, a month off. Like I'm going to go home, like hang with my family in Phoenix until this dies down in a couple weeks. And then like three months later, I was like still in Phoenix with my parents. <laughs> it's just, it's crazy how it all went down. But yeah, I definitely miss touring. I've been trying to do like the live stream shows just to like fulfill my own touring needs. But uh, yeah, it's it's super sad. I miss it. Yeah, I watched one of your live streams. I think it was like your release live stream, like for your album or whatever. Such, it was so good. You guys can check it out. It's on her YouTube page if you want to see it. Um, but that's, I've just really, I will say like before COVID and when we go to shows, like I was not watching that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like I was just like, oh, I'll see that, you know, but now I've become really obsessed with people's like live stream. And it's not the same, but it definitely fills a void, you know? is like watching it being someone who has performed a live stream and then someone who watches live streams like I know at least for me like getting to do I've done two like proper full production live streams with my band they've been like the highlight of my year so like when I see another artist I'm like they're having the fucking time of their lives right now like because we don't get to do that anymore so it's fun. I mean, it's all we got right now. So I just try to like do them as much as possible. Exactly. That's how I feel. I'm like, it's all we got. So I'm just like, I'm impressed. I'm here for it, to be honest. That I was also like, I was getting burned out, honestly, by like show, like the show. That so, sounds so petty. Um, I've just been working in the industry for too long. Yeah, but every day. Right. Yeah. You know, so I was getting a little burned out. So I was kind of excited for a break. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm totally down to pay like $9.99 or $19.99 to watch someone from home. You know what I mean? 
Um, like I'm here for it, but it's, you definitely are missing the vibe, but I totally loved like watching you. Like, as I've become a new fan, I was like, what is she like? Like, I want to see her on stage. And then what I thought was so cool. And this is what I loved. Um, I love just watching you play guitar. I just oh, think we cool. never see women. We just very rarely, let me say never, cause that's a terrible, like, but we very rarely see women fronting, playing guitar and like rocking, you know what I mean? Not just playing like a couple, you know, when you can tell that it's like, they don't really play and they just like pick it up during the show. You know what I'm saying? And they just like hit a couple notes and put it down. Um, it was just, anyway, I just, I love that. I want to talk about either like your musical background and stuff. Like, do you play a lot of instruments? Like what, like, what is your musical? Yeah. I don't know. Instrument background. Is it that? Yeah, no, I think it's so true. Like it is rare to see women like, feeling confident behind like a guitar or bass or a piano. But like, I feel super lucky to have grown up in like a pretty musical household. Like my dad was in punk bands growing up. So like, I would be like five years old, like leaving my room to like have breakfast in the morning. And there would be like a punk band that was like on tour through Phoenix, like crashing on my living room floor. And I would like have breakfast with these like punk rocker dudes. And I was like obsessed with it. It was like the scene that I loved and like, because my dad was in bands, like we had instruments all around the house. And like, when I picked up a guitar, my dad started teaching me, like my grandma started teaching me piano. So like from a young age, they were like, I was just always super inspired. And like, I had a really like great support system that was like, no, you can actually learn these instruments, like do it. So I feel lucky, but yeah. It's I think that's so cool. It's just, there's just very few. It's like, I feel like I can almost like name them on, on my hands at this point. You know what I mean? And like that, I don't know. I just wanted to make sure I brought that up. Cause I think it's just so fucking rad that you, it was just cool to see that, you know what I mean? And to see you being so comfortable and rocking out. And I think it's just probably like my um, like performance fantasy, you know what I mean? Of like, cause I'm not a performer to just like get on stage and I feel like God didn't bless me with a voice because I would just abuse it. So I cannot sing or play an instrument, but I just loved it. So I wanted to like, you know, find out a little bit more about that. Um, but let's jump into it. I want to talk about your album, Young Life Crisis, by the way, great title. Um, can we talk about that title a little bit? Why did you decide to name your album Young Life Crisis? Yeah, it's funny because, so there's a song on the EP called Young Life Crisis. Um, and it was the last song I actually wrote for it. So I had been thrown into quarantine with the rest of the world. And I was like, kind of starting to realize, like, I was watching another one of these interviews that you did. And you were talking to, some, I think, Femme or someone. You were saying, like, we're all forced to, like, deal with our own shit now. Like, we're all, like, alone, like, trying to figure out our lives. And I noticed that, like, within seconds of getting into quarantine. So I was like, all right, I have all these issues. But if I do writing sessions on Zoom every day, I won't have to deal with them. So I'll just be super busy. So I was kind of just, like, writing these songs and, like, kind of accidentally narrated my young life crisis that I had this year on the EP. And then when I wrote the last song, Young Life Crisis, like um, when we finally figured out the title, I was like with this producer Dwilly and I was kind of ranting about my life. He's like, it sounds to me like you're like having a young life crisis. And I was like, oh my God, like it was like the clouds had parted. I was like, that's the title of the EP. This is amazing. So yeah, I guess it all kind of happened by accident, but I feel like yeah, it makes the EP like, I guess, relatable to everyone because we've all kind of been going through it this year. 
I was just gonna say, and if like, and or we've been through it, you know what I mean? It's like, I could totally remember like those moments where, you know, that young life crisis that like you definitely for sure. I just love the title. I thought it was so perfect, perfect for now, but I yeah. think it's just so relatable, you know, like when you're going through it, it's like, it's not, you know, it's not a midlife crisis, you know, you know what I mean? But you do have this. I think it's so common in your mid twenties is usually when it comes for most people, when you're like, what am I doing with my, like, what am I doing? Like, am I doing this forever? Like, should I continue? You start to feel like, you know, if I'm not making money from something, should this be my, like, should I, whatever, it just becomes a whole thing, so. Whole thing, but it's a whole thing. I mean, like, whether, like, aside from like age, even, I just think this year, everyone, no matter age, whatever, any differences has like had a bit of an existential moment of like, what is life like this year, you know? Oh, for sure. I mean, if you have not stopped and questioned it, I don't know, what are you doing? Like, especially through all of this, it's been like nine months or eight months of it. Like at some point you had to question everything, you know, I feel like I've questioned it all. Um, you know, for me, my big thing was like, I'm really far away from my family, you know? And so like, you question that, like, do I want to be this, you know, you never thought of, you know, you're like, I'm a plane ride away. But then when you're not a plane ride away, because you can't get on a plane, um, you start to question those things. So I totally, I totally get it. I wanted to bring this up because I thought this was so cool, but I want you to kind of talk about it and explain it for people who didn't know, but can you talk about like this Lizzo, like meta moment that you kind of had? Because I'm, I mean, I fucking stand Lizzo, so duh. Um, so anyway, I just want you to talk about it be, like because I was watching it as it was happening, but can you explain it a little bit for maybe people tuning in who don't know what we're talking about? Um, yeah, it was so random, but like on, I mean, at the beginning of quarantine, I was like, all right, like, I'll get TikTok, like, whatever, and then fell in love with it, um, spent way too much time on it this year. Um, but I remember, like, one day I, like, started hearing, like, the way people talked is, like, super rhythmic, and I would, like, kind of sing these different famous TikToks around the house, and then one day I was like, oh, I should make these into songs, like, so then that was kind of my thing that I've been doing to, like, pass the time in quarantine. And then like the other day, or I guess it was now like a week or so ago, I saw Lizzo doing like the Letterman show or whatever. And she posted like a clip of her talking on TikTok. And I was like, this is so baller. Like she was just like spitting like some real tea, like about just like life and haters and being a bad bitch. And I was like, oh, I should do at this. So like did it, posted it, whatever, moved on. And then the next morning I like wake up so hungover to all these texts from my friends and they're like sending me a link to the video. And I was like, I've seen the, like, why are you sending me this? I've seen it, but I clicked on it anyways. And then I realized like it was cause the video was like on Lizzo's Instagram. And I was like, what is like, it's Lizzo. I didn't know. Yeah, that was crazy. I mean, it was so cool. I loved it because I thought like, I mean, you've been doing this a little bit. So I thought this was just so great that it kind of like went viral, but I love what you yeah. were doing about it for sure. I thought it was cool. I mean, come on. That's like such a moment to get that, like that yeah. repost from Lizzo, you know? Um, I thought it was really cool. Thank you for explaining and talking. Cause then I was like, got drunk again the next weekend and i was on zoom with my producer friend Pete, and we were like we're turning this shit into a real song so we actually dropped it on soundcloud oh I'm my like, god amazing you guys gotta check it out it's pretty okay fun. check it out on our soundcloud page for sure um i wanted to talk about one of my favorite songs on your album and i wanted to get a little bit more info or on your ep i just say album but yeah, yeah. um 
but well i had two because my first track was sorry i'm looking at my nose in case you're like what is she looking at sorry. my first track that i love because i put like three hearts next to it was people i don't like yeah. um because like it just in a i put a note i was like this could potentially be my theme song um <laughs> i just thought it was so good but then i watched your behind the scenes on your because i went like i was like a deep dive on your youtube, oh, YouTube. Yeah. Um, girl i was deep like deep in your youtube um but i was watching your behind this like behind the song or whatever and i loved it then it made me love money on my mind so um. Cause I loved hearing your story about like the making of it and stuff. So by the way, you guys, if you should check this out on her YouTube, like the making of, I thought it was so cool, especially for so many of you that are tuning in that are, you know, creators and are starting. I thought it was such a great story to kind of hear like how these songs come and you know, how you created and from the guitar riff and the whole thing. So I just want to tell people like, go no, I like live for when other artists like show you like how they made the song. It's like my favorite thing in the world. So I like doing it for my songs. It's fun. Yeah, I think it's so cool. And even for someone who like doesn't like totally like create, I love seeing like the whole process of it. But I think for people also, like especially for our platform, you know, it's a lot of young people starting out and like, you know, you might be sitting at home and just learning how to use certain, you know, things. It's so cool to see other artists that are more like experts in this field and how they kind of go and you know go on with it so i love when like you guys share that stuff because you know what the truth is i feel like when you know as artists gets like they get the you know so big so big they don't have time like those are the things that end up like not happening and mm -hmm. i find like to be so important and right now like now it's time. like everyone has nothing to do I'm nothing like, but time so yeah i love it um but i want to talk about people i don't like because where did this song come from and like how did this like all kind of come about yeah, I mean, I wrote it in January of this year during Grammy week in LA, which like, you're in music, so you get what it is. But like, everyone just goes to all these different events. And like, you meet like the same people, or at least the same type of people. And like, everyone has the exact same conversation with each other. And I remember like, this was my first year, like properly doing Grammy week in LA. And like, I feel super lucky I get to like, even be invited to these things. Like, it's great. But I realized like halfway through the week, I was like, no one wants to be here right now. <laughs> like literally, we're all on the same page. Like, this is great. And I was coming from one of the parties into a session and I was just kind of ranting. I was like, everyone is so fake at these things. And we all like have the same conversations with each other. Like I've reintroduced myself to the same people. And I was just like complaining. And then my co-writers were like, you went to the party too. Like you're part of the problem. And I was like, true so then we kind of just like wrote the song as sort of a joke and like i was a little bit scared to release it because i was like i really hope like everyone that i've ever met like doesn't think i hate them but the amount of texts i got from people like in music who were like oh my god this is exactly how i feel it was like comforting i was like okay we are all on the same i think that's why i gravitated to that track <laughs> um so Yes, yes, yes to all of it because that's exactly what I had in my mind when yeah. you were talking. Like I was just thinking about like these industry, like and it, it, you know it's not even LA. It's anywhere you kind of go and depending whether it's beauty or you know people are you know it's it's Oscars and it's it's the same shit you know. But it's so true and it's really funny to like you know I've been doing this for a while now, so it's like I think I'm a little jaded and you know so it's nice to have like your perspective was fresh. It was your first year of kind of doing the rounds and so you're like wait a second like you're all no one wants to be here cool um but if you watch instagram we all want to be there um 
It's very exactly for sure. Um, I like to kind of ask this question and then we kind of have to go because I'm out of time, but I want to ask you because I'm so curious and I, I, I love, you know, to hear basically your advice. I would love to kind of hear your piece of advice that you would give to creators, people that are watching, people that are starting out their career. Um, like what, what was like the one, what is one, you know, what's your words of wisdom? Oh, that's cool. Um, I guess like the main thing would be just to keep creating like this is not like an easy job or career or whatever but the only thing you have control over is just your your like creativity and like making music or doing whatever it is you love like every day so I just have to remember like there'll be days where I'm like why do I feel like shit today like why was this day ass and then I realize I'm like oh I didn't have a session today I didn't write a song like that's why I'm bummed so like just like practicing your art and just like doing what makes you happy and like yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. And I think the rest, the success or the whatever is supposed to come your way will happen naturally if you're just like consistently being like, you know, pursuing your passion, I guess. Yeah, I agree. Doing things that feel right to you, doing things that feel in alignment with who you are. You know, okay. if you never lose that and you surround yourself by people that feel like you're totally in alignment and you're not, you know, you're not questioning like, I don't really want to do this, but so-and-so is telling me that I should like, that's when you start to lose yourself. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and I think it becomes hard the bigger you get and the more people that get in your ear and the whole thing. But I yeah. love that piece of advice. I think it's so true. I have absolutely loved, loved, loved meeting you um, when all this crazy shit is over. Hopefully I can see you in real life at a concert, kicking ass, playing guitar. Um, so thank you so much. You guys make sure you check out Upsall. Um, her album, Young Life Crisis is out now. Watch her on YouTube like I did. She's got amazing content there. You can watch her live. You can watch behind the scenes of making songs. Amazing. I just love you. Good luck with everything. Um, and keep rocking, girl. I love what you're doing. Thank you. You too. We'll see you soon. See you later. See you later.